You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But, uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But, uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Alright, welcome to another edition of Big Bad Boys of Podcasting on BG Impact. We got Matt Michaels here and we have Simon Street. A lot is going on, folks. Right now, the podcast is happening as AEW is doing double or nothing. So we won't have too much uh, to talk about that. Of course, our number one commentator and analyst, Steve-O, Sin City Steve, is at AEW. So when he gets back, I'm sure he will uh, be apprised to let us know everything he thought of the show. Nevertheless, we're here and... uh, you may be here with us. You may be watching the show as well. Nevertheless, the great thing about doing the podcast, you can listen to it anytime you feel like it. Now, if you are watching us live, make sure you throw all of your comments inside the box, YouTube, um, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Make sure you throw your comments there. And, um, yeah, we'll try to get it on as we see fit. It is Memorial Day weekend, which means lots of pay-per-views are going on. You're going to probably hit it. Here it during this wrestling talk. We had Night of Champions. We also had Under Siege. Uh, so, uh, and of course, this past Battlegrounds. week, Battlegrounds. Yeah, that's uh, next week, right? No, that was that was tonight. That oh, just went oh. off. That just went off thirty minutes ago. Oh Jesus! Okay, yeah, I, I didn't even know that one. That's another one. You didn't. You didn't watch that. I, I, I didn't watch you. that one. No. <laughs> it's all good. It's yeah. Alive. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And of course, we're here in Vegas. You, you talk about a lot going on in town as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of indie shows. I mean, yeah. we've been inundated with wrestling folks, but we're going to get right to it. We're going to start off with our four way stop. So here we go. All right. Let me go over to you, Simon Street, man. What highlights uh, do you have for the week? Well, first and foremost, uh, although we probably won't talk a lot about Raw or SmackDown because so much went down, Night of Champions. Uh, shout out to Trish Stratus for trying to invoke uh, strip club rules, no touching policy. I thought that was pretty creative. Um, <laughs> first thing I thought of, no touching in the club. But anyways, uh, Night of Champions, y'all. Uh, it was really, really good and a lot of sentimental moments there, uh, especially with uh, – Sami Zayn uh, coming out and, you know, representing his heritage. We'll talk a little bit about that in another show. Um, but also, too, uh, NXT Battlegrounds. Finally, finally, your boy Simon Street finally got his wish, and it came true. Tiffany yeah. Stratton is the new NXT Women's Champion. And, boy, that championship looks so goddamn good on her. <laughs> but for me, what stole the show was uh, Dijak and Dragunov. That stole the whole goddamn night show. I tell you, they left everything on the damn table. Uh, both of them walked away as stars. Um, and then also to switch it back over to uh, uh, Night of Champions, man, uh, that match 
between uh, Mustafa Ali and, and Gunther was was good, way better than what I anticipated it to be. I didn't think that um, Mustafa Ali, not that he didn't have it in him, yeah. but I didn't think that the pairing of the two would work, but it really did work well. They paced each other well. Um, and then yeah. the last thing I will say that was uh, really uh, amazing is, is, is just, man, tell you man uh, I, it sucks that i didn't get a chance to watch double or nothing but i will tell you right now one thing that i know for certain is that nobody cares about the heritage cup or noam dar but dragon lee was awesome i enjoyed seeing him but that's about it that's my four-way stop y'all okay all right let me jump over to you matt michaels man what what what, what was your highlights this week a weekend um I definitely uh, agree with uh, Tiffany Stratton. Um, yeah. It was great to see her finally uh, get the opportunity to win that belt. So that was nice. The match was a good match. Um, there, uh, you know, the the Night of Champions. Um, what what was interesting about this was the fact that we got. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles to open that show, and it was a fucking hot match. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, second second straight pay per view or premium live event that was out of the country that was off the hook. Yeah, um, the crowd was really fucking into it. So uh, it set a great precedence. Uh, it's nice to see Seth get that championship. Uh, Hunter giving it to him in the ring was a big deal too. Um, that might be the way to keep uh, Seth happy and him around. So that might be uh, something like that. Uh, and uh, man, talk about uh, cool things. Uh, Zoe Stark mm-hmm. getting aligned with Trish Stratus. Holy right. shit. <laughs> that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I mean, talk about trusting someone who just got called up from NXT to now work with Becky Lynch. Jesus, um, that's going to be very interesting. So uh, some good stuff there. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, that Brock and Cody story and match was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I um, Just to throw in there, man, I got a chance to look at um, Under Siege. And once again, man, that was actually a great pay-per-view as well. I mean, uh, if you didn't get a chance to see it, if you read the highlights, it, it, it would make you go, man, this sounds like something I should order. Uh, I, I the, the main event was Steve Macklin versus PCO in a no DQ. And I tell you, PCO just, uh, he just amazes me. Um, this guy, it's just nothing he's not willing to do. He goes 110%. And, um, and the, the match was just, it was just great. Now, yes, it, uh, we're talking about uh, a stapler was involved, a uh, sledgehammer, cookie sheet, slabs of concrete, cinder blocks. Yeah, I, I could just keep going with the list of all. And yes, faces were bloody. But of course, when it came to the end, Steve Macklin still ended up with holding on to that Impact World title. And um, what was interesting is. The other stipulation was, um, uh, uh, oh God, what is the, what is the uh, uh, boss's name? Oh, I can't think of his name. Talking about of Impact Wrestling? Yeah. You know, um, shit, let me look his name up. Who are you talking about? What does he, he look got, like? 
talking about the the, the VP? Or are you talking yeah, about, yeah, talking about the guy who's running who running Impact? Santino? No, not Santino. Come on, Santino ain't running. Scott Zamora. Scott yeah, Scott, yes, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Scott Demore. He um he had to put the title on to um to Steve Macklin. Mm. And after he offered to shake his hand and put the title on him, then he gets attacked by Bully Ray and Steve Macklin being put through a table that was lit on fire. Wow. Yeah. We haven't seen that in a long time. You haven't. Remember when Edge and, and Mick Foley tried that shit. It didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> but it made it work, man. So uh, anyway, that that was definitely a, a big uh, big highlight for me, just watching that entire match from beginning to end. Um, all right. Let's jump over into our two sweet for the week. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. What was your uh, too sweet for the week? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dijak and uh, and uh, Dragonoff was probably one of the best matches of the year. Um, mm. You got to check that out, DJ. That was yeah. something that was very just. They built up the story wonderfully. Uh, it was just an all-out fucking battle brawl. Um, there was stuff that was new to. Uh, you know, a no DQ type match um, or a mm-hmm. hardcore match that, you know, really kind of hasn't been done before. Um, so some interesting stuff in that match. Those guys worked their asses off. Um, Braun and uh, Carmelo Hayes had a great match. It was a good main event. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmelo getting the win in his hometown, too. So that was nice to see. Uh, Braun eating it clean, too. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't any jokes or anything, you know, no foolishness. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty straightforward, and it it looked. I mean, the match itself was a strong match, making Carmelo look even better as a champion. So freaking awesome! And um, you know, we'll talk about it on three count, but uh, yeah, Sami Zayn uh, getting to be back, and you know, getting a chance to be in Saudi Arabia, and um, it just was phenomenal to see him uh, and. The way the crowd embraced him, even at the mm-hmm. press conference, um, mm-hmm. they went fucking nuts for him. So uh, it, it was pretty impressive that he got that opportunity in that moment. And he worked so hard for the past two years yep. <laughs> to get to this point yeah. where legitimately, you know, it, it, this was, I mean, this was his WrestleMania moment, essentially. Yeah. Simon Street, man, what you have? Man, my two sweet for the week is definitely going to be, um, you know, to echo some of the sentiments of uh, Sami Zayn, but more on the match with uh, Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. Um, really good match. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I, I went in a little pessimistic because, you know, in my mind, maybe it's just me, but I knew... The, Sami Zayn and KO aren't going to drop the belts to them. I knew 100% hands down and, you know, not to sound egotistical, but I'm just being honest. But, man, really good match. And, of course, the ending. The, the ending was, was, was really good. I know I complained last week about, you know, wanting this uh, bloodline uh, roller coaster ride to go. But it was so sweet to see Jimmy, of all people, 
and uh you know not only kick roman reigns in the teeth and then uh jay man my goodness that dude is loyal to the soil but man his mind is just perplexed and bogged down to the brainwashing what, what they call the announcer called roman reigns uh uh ultra manipulistic or some shit i don't know but anyways he, they kept saying it over and over he's a master manipulator there you, go. there you uh, go yeah yeah and then jimmy kicks him twice and tells him straight up so i can't wait for the fallout for that to me that was too sweet i i, I was just yeah happy. it was, it was great was to see nice. roman it was great to see roman get his fucking face kicked a couple times yeah he it was amazing it. he kind of deserves sure, it yeah but you know what was sad though i'm gonna point this out so you kick Roman twice. Y'all two talk about you, my brother. He ain't my brother. You, my y'all just kicked your motherfucking real brother, left him in the damn ring. <laughs> Rolled out. We talking. We trying to figure out before Roman wakes up. Y'all done left Sokoa. Sokoa, we're shaking shit off like he just woke up to go to school. I don't know. I just, but that was my two sweep of the week, y'all. Yeah. Also, a great image looking at um, Roman actually. Uh, on the floor looking up at Sammy who's holding mm -hmm. the titles something you thought you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't see so just mm -hmm. stuff there uh for me man i i got to uh, there was a Ace Austin and Chris Bay match against uh, a group i'm not too familiar with uh i guess they go by the name of Subculture so i was uh this is my first time really paying any attention to this group and um it was great um i i, I want to see more of them the, the moves that were done in the ring uh was just things that i haven't seen in some time and then of course when you're adding what chris bay and ace austin could do in the ring it, it made for a phenomenal match so uh, of course uh ace and chris uh, ran off with that that match but it's, it's definitely worth checking out also uh diana perrazzo uh beat jordan grace which i guess wasn't going to be a big secret here and that jordan's going to take some time off but uh that that matter no, her, her contract's up yeah yeah. So it's not just she's taking time off. Her contract is literally up. And so she's going to take time off before she goes somewhere else. So NXT. NXT. Yeah. All right. Uh, so well, yeah. She so, shows up in AEW and then I hope, I they, hope they not. screw her up too. <laughs> NXT, man. Take her to the moon. I'm, I'm just saying. Maybe she feels that she's, she's done all she can do within an impact. I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. Um, well, well, her pocketbook probably says she's done all she can do in Impact. <laughs> and what hasn't she not done? Let's be real. Although her isn't, uh, well, you know, we'll see. I mean, she's done the the, the fitness. Um, she just competed. So, you know, maybe she'll do some uh, fitness competitions for a little bit. She's going to cool leave just when her, her husband gets there and... <laughs> Now he's the regular, and she's like, "All right, I'm out now." <laughs> um, well, that's nothing un unusual. There's tons of couples, yeah, as we know, work two different promotions. That's normal now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last match, I thought I'd give another two sweets on the same show under siege. Um, right, quick, Trinity and just Jill Shaw. Mm -hmm. I thought that match was really good. Uh, Giselle looked to me; she just came out firing a lot more than I've, I've really seen her go hard against Trinity and I thought it made for a really good match too so I uh, really didn't know where the hell that was going to go because Trinity was for the most part tearing her up most of the time so it, was, it made for a really good storyline having her and uh, and, and of course her uh, her croonies outside as well 
Um, one last thing. Um, Oscar and Bianca, how can I not talk mm. about that as being mm. too sweet as well? Um, I love Bianca. She is a great Raw Woman champion, and um, but it is definitely uh, time for, for, for Oscar to have her moment, and I don't have a problem with that, and I think she's going to make a great heel. I mean, that I didn't see that coming. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, how many more miss to the face you're going to have? And now, I, <laughs> when I saw her putting miss to her fingers, I'm like, what is she about to do to that? You know, and it hit me till she she started putting it on her eyes. Like that was it was just so great. I mean, it it you know it, it made for uh, Bianca not to have that. I guess that that clean three count. You know, it was the little some of that cheating right. that was involved. So that was great. Shout out to Oscar. I think she's going to be a great uh, uh, Raw Women's Champion. So anyway, that is that. Let's move right over into WTF. So I'll kick this off. I'll make it really short. I rarely don't watch AEW, but of course they were in town this week and I decided that I, hey, why not watch a little bit of what's happening in town? And I got to tell you, no, I, listen, I haven't been following Impact for a minute either. I've It's been a minute since I've watched. I think I didn't, hadn't watched Impact since the last pay-per-view. Following under siege, every, I, I still knew what was going on. Everything made sense, and it made for a great pay per view. But for a show leading up for pay per view, I thought AEW didn't do a good job for Dynamite to be their number one show, and leading into uh, this big event that's happening right now, Double or Nothing. I don't know, man. It just didn't do it for me. I, I was questioning things that I that I was seeing, and uh, I mean, of course, there was some stands out seeing the, the contract signing with Jericho. Uh, and 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 Adam, but and, and seeing MJF, of course, he's great on the mic. But after MJF, when the guys he comes out, I mean, the guys he's about to face comes out, it's like it starts to like, okay, it's Darby Allen, uh, you know, it it didn't pump me up to really, yeah, I gotta see this, you know, I don't know, it, it just wasn't doing me any favors, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but it, it you know, maybe I am. Never, nevertheless, let me move over, Simon Street. Did you have any WTS for the week? Well, WTF, it's kind of related, but um, HBO Max is no more. Max is now here. Downloaded the shit to look to see. Ain't nothing different. <laughs> I don't even have no goddamn giraffes or zebras in HD. None of that. But I did think about how cool would it be when I turn this bad boy on? If I'm able to watch a little AEW. And I wow. thought about it. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. I thought about it. And I thought about it. And I thought about it. And I was like, mm. if you said dynamite, yes. If you said the pay-per-views, yes. But collision course? No. And so that what is collision course? Well, whatever uh, the hell, what, what are they calling their Saturday show? Oh, just collision, I think. Okay, collision. Okay, well, yeah. and, and and I ain't disown it because I don't know. We, it hasn't happened yet. All I know is, is it was announced that uh, Tony Khan had another big announcement this week saying that it will be in Chicago, and I still didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so my, that's my WTF. I know y'all were surprised that I would give, you know, uh, you know, AEW a little shit on that. But, you know, I just felt it was a waste of time to kind of make all that announcement 
and it's not a big deal. But the biggest one that I did not understand, it came from Night of Champions, is uh, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. That's a hell of a way to say happy birthday to Natalia, for her to just show up and, <laughs> and show herself out that quick. It, the match did not need to go on at all. Of all the times that we don't get good matches because there's not enough time and shit gets bumped on the card, like, that wasn't even a necessary match. Did y'all watch that match? Was it memorable for you, Michaels? No, she she did that match because she's, I think, wrestled on every single one of those for the women, and but it's her payday. They gave her, she got the payday because of her loyalty. That's all that match was, was to get her paid. That's all it was. That's cute. No, I mean, hey, you know, well, I'm, also, happy, I'm happy for her to get that paper. For it's doing also building up on you know Rhea's dominancy in the ring, you know. So one more person, you know, that you could take out that quick makes it like, wow, who's she about to knock out that quick on the next one? Well, I can tell you that the last WTF I have is is uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Asuka. Great match. They did. At all the times we didn't seem to miss hit dead on the Bianca's face this time, it didn't hit. And you could see the camera keep panning back and Bianca's like. Like, girl, there's nothing in your damn eyes. There was this past week on uh, on on uh, Raw. There was the week prior to that, not this one. So that's the only what the. Well, I'm not too that. sure if that if it was supposed to, because the ending of that was supposed to be with the mist in her eyes, by putting her fingers in her eye. So if she well, would have caught what that, she was trying she would have caught that mist the first time, then there would have been no purpose for that. If that was the original ending, which it seemed like it was, because she had her in the uh, KOD. You know, during that time, so who knows? True. Um, Matt Michaels, you were actually at AEW, you had great seats and everything, so you're gonna probably tell us what you really enjoyed about the show and no WTFs. What you got? Um, amazingly enough, I'm not gonna say anything about Dynamite itself. No, all right, all right. The reason being is there's a pay per view going on right now called Double or Nothing, yeah, and there was a match between Taya Valkyrie, very, very respectable, you know, wrestler, mm-hmm. and Jade Cardgill, who uh, mm-hmm. Jade, uh, you know, has been in a feud with uh, Taya and working up to this pay-per-view. And uh, Jade and Taya have their match. Jade wins, and she goes mm-hmm. to 60-0. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. 60 and 0. Then Mark Sterling gets on the microphone mm-hmm. and says that uh, there's no one left. She's dominated everyone. And um, that Jade will defend that title anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And Chris Statlander comes back. Chris Statlander. Yep. Okay. Mm hmm. And she comes down, and the bell rings, and she beats Jade Cardell. Wow. Now, if you uh, <laughs> you don't think AEW is full of shit and Tony Khan has no fucking idea what he's doing, there you go. Right. Because that made no sense at all. Right. First off, Chris Statlander, just coming out of nowhere, all right, so the fans know who she is. Fine. 
but she's been off TV. Why are you not building a match? Right. Right. Secondly, and most importantly, you went 60 and 0 with her to lose to Chris Statlander. Right. Without any build. It makes no sense. You just wasted Taya Valkyrie, wasted her <laughs> to just then hand the belt over to someone who God knows why she should be the TBS champion. It makes no fucking sense. The company makes no sense. Um, you know, it, it just it, it's it's maddening how they do shit like this. That really, you know, this is this is your pay-per-view that you've built up to. Um, and you're going to... Now, they had another title change. They had Tony Storm go mm-hmm. back to the Yep, That made fucking sense. Tony Storm, former champion, mm-hmm. uh, lost the belt to Hater, And they built this one up. And Lord knows that faction needs that belt because it's one of the worst factions that's ever been put together. Um, the ripoff NWDX. Um, <laughs> Too much green for my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Oscar spits more fucking coherent fucking spray paint out of her mouth than they spray paint on shit. So, um, but that that match made sense. This yeah. match made absolutely no sense. And once again, and I'm not a big fan of, of, of Jade's, uh, you know, work. I think she's, I think she's been one of the ones that has gotten hand fed something for nothing. She still needs work. She needs polishing. And there you go. 60, and zero, just to have someone come out and beat her with no good reason. Come to NXT, Jay Cargo. You can be rebuilt to be sturdy. I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's eventually in the works. Well, she needs to, she needs to. I'm I'm just gonna be completely honest, and I've said it before. She needs to because I'm sorry. Michaels is 120 percent right, and I think even if Sin City Steve was here, he would even have to agree that yes, her title reign was the most unrealistic booking ever known to man. Like seriously. And so if she went to any other promotion, even even Impact Wrestling, it would be an insult. It would be an insult to other people who have way more pedigree, who have way more gusto. Do you see what I'm saying? To have to lay down. That to me was uh, amateur booking. And, and, and I'm not even an expert on booking. So there you go. All right. Let's get it to the lookout. All right, Simon, are you, uh, are you looking forward to anything, man? Yeah, I'm definitely looking through some stuff. You know, I really didn't talk about Raw or SmackDown, but um, that match with Shinsuke Nakamura and Finn Balor was fire. Mm-hmm. And I've said it before, Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura stock is up. Finn Balor's stock been up. And and it looks like although the, the pieces have been laid in place, uh, as we know with, with uh, you know, Knight of Champions and whatnot, um, that makes for a very good pull for Seth to defend that title. You better believe uh, within the realm of possibility for title defenses, you're going to have a Finn Balor. You're definitely going to have that. You're going to have that run back. But you're definitely going to have Shinsuke Nakamura. He's a bit different. He's a little bit higher octane. Um, so super excited for that. Um, another thing that I'm super excited for is 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 uh, we talked about it earlier. Um, you can't have a match 
like Dragunov and Dijak and not get the attention. And I'm not saying it because the match happened to be great. It was damn near, in my opinion, a work of art. You had things that you don't get to see in pro wrestling that you do get to see translate in the ring with New Japan. When Dragunov could barely stand up and he was flobbering from one ring post to the next ring post, told a story. Dijak dominating and having him strung up in the whatever you want to call it. I mean, like, like it was next level. I hope and pray that there is a bright future, whether it be in the NXT pool or down the road to do more with them. I was definitely impressed. And if Michaels, it showed up on Michaels radar, you know, it was top shelf. So those are two things I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'll quickly just throw in there. I am looking forward to this thousand day celebration that's coming up on, uh, (laughs) on uh, Friday. Um, that's going to be very, 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 very interesting. I am, um, me, like a lot of other people, is very invested in this story. And it, 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 well, just when you just think when they first started off, it was, it was, it was Jay, the one that was, uh, you know, having these issues. And, 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 and eventually, as Jimmy comes up, you know, he's like, come on, man, this is, this. You know, this is the tribal chief all in line. And now it's totally the reverse of that now. <laughs> you know, like I, I just never seen any of that coming. It, you know, everything is just it's just amazing. So I'm really interested to see what's what's gonna happen, man. I um yeah, I'm excited for that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Let me go over to you, Matt Michaels. How about you? Uh I you know, the the next big thing they're going to be building to is London with the uh, mm-hmm. yeah the money in the bank so um, which as of right now there's no real uh, favorites you can pick out to you know who's going to win that um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do now that Asuka is the Raw champion but you talked about it last week well, she's still on SmackDown, technically, right? And Rhea's on Raw. I, I just don't know what the fuck's going on with that. So I'm interested to see if they do something. Because <laughs> it, it kind of makes no sense. Um, the other thing is, uh, where do they go with Seth? Um, you know, having that belt now. Uh, but one of the people that kind of gets overlooked right now is Austin Theory. And Austin Theory is probably that person who eventually gets that championship and becomes the the person to chase as the heel on uh, on Raw. Mm. Can I ask you a question? Money in the bank. I've been hearing a lot of murmurings. Logan Paul, how would you feel if you won money in the bank? I'd be fine with it. Would you? Uh, I'd be here. Hey, they put they gave it to Otis. Yeah, you got a point. Thank, I mean, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Matt Cardona won it, and then he lost it the next day after WrestleMania. So, you know, it 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 doesn't make it doesn't matter. Um, again, some of these things, there's too much 
investment put into what it is. But the honest answer is, is Logan Paul going to give me an entertaining match against whoever champion he goes against? Most yeah, likely. And he, and being that he won't be on the show weekly, you don't have to see that briefcase all the time. And to be something you literally forget about, and when it does pop up, you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I forgot he had that." You right. know? He could literally come out of nowhere, <laughs> right? After months of like no one thinking about it, yep. cast it in and become the champion, which would be fucking great. People would go ape shit. <laughs> so oh, they they would be upset. They'd be upset. Like I guarantee it. I see him now come out with some fucking and then win and then be drinking some prime drinks like snow and cold. But instead of beer, they're throwing prime energy drinks, which I have one, by the way. It's actually pretty good. No sugar. Oh, I, I drink those all the time. Man. They're great. I, I never had it until today. You know, I want to see money break and I'll leave it to be L.A. night. Well, that is not a bad um, possibility. Uh, they they really can't deny what's going on with him right now right he's, he's over everywhere so yep. yeah <laughs> and he can and yeah. he that and that's the whole thing if you give that to a guy like him then you don't have to worry about that briefcase being quote-unquote cashed in where's it gonna go mm -hmm. you could just have him come out with the briefcase cut promos all the time and literally just kind of essentially get the briefcase over which would be fabulous. Yeah. You know, and, and on the women's end, now that we see Zoe kind of. I was just going to say it. Mm -hmm. Might see that. 100%. 100%. Man, we thinking alike today, man. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one for me, man. Um, I, I guess I'd, I would have to say, um, I guess I would have to say Knights of Champion, but the Under Siege was fucking right there too, man. It's almost, to me, almost like a really good fucking tie. I'm going to be honest with you. Because, I mean, it, the, yeah, never mind. I, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm, I will give it to uh, Knights of Champions, but it's it's a tough one because Under Siege is right right up under there as well. What you got, Simon? Man, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying with uh, Under Siege because I've heard a lot of great things. I didn't get a chance to watch it because you know I have access. However, on my side, close, very close between uh, NXT Battlegrounds and Knight of Champions, almost mm -hmm. to the points to where when I was thinking about each match, and I looked at other people who watched the match and did their rating. We all came to the same conclusion. The slight edge did go to Night of Champions, but man, kudos yeah. to NXT Battlegrounds because if you think about it, uh, Night of Champions was uh, what? Saturday? I guess it's, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Battlegrounds, you know, that primetime Sunday that it used to be the spot, man. So, but yeah, edge goes to uh, Night of Champions. Really uh, I don't know how many years we are in uh, with these Jetta contracts. You know, I'm not sure what it is, but I can tell you right now. Um, the one thing that I did like about that show was uh, the sentiment, especially with Sami Zayn. And, and one thing that, that popped into my head was Rocky when he faced the uh, uh, Dragoff. 
Uh, and at the end, he said, if I could change, you could change. It was that type of thing. Because you know how long, you know, it was publicized that, that Sammy wouldn't go. And I liked, you know, how to come to that point. We can all kind of change. So I say that, that maybe one day, uh, Impact, you will watch one of the shows. And, and uh, I will never tell you what to believe in. But I will say that a lot of things changed that I'm seeing now. Well, let me say this. I mean, I I mean to be completely honest with you, I, I watched the show. I just didn't watch it here. I oh, I just no, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I went elsewhere to watch it. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. but um, yeah. I mean, anyways, let me go over to you, man, Michael. So this so far, two of us kind of got two shows right neck and neck. What do you? Yeah. Think? No, I mean NXT and and Night of Champions were were very close. Um, probably go with Night of Champions, but what's even more interesting to me is that. Night of Champions or um, NXT Battleground and Double or Nothing going head to head, right? Yeah. Um, different in terms of Double or Nothing is an actual pay per view. Okay, so people are having to pay money for that. You're going to get people who are going to watch NXT who bought the pay per view for Double or Nothing and still can watch NXT. You know, later tonight, tomorrow, whenever, because they get Peacock, right? But what was fascinating is they started at the same time. And as of 841 Pacific time, that fucking pay-per-view is still going. <laughs> yep. NXT put on a show that was solid and fucking stacked in two and a half hours. Yep. Well, I know you went to... Um... Dynamite on Wednesday, but from you know some of our f folks that uh you know on the show and other people I talked to who went to Dynamite, apparently that bad boy. I guess they let they started around it started at four ish. Started at heard it went up to almost like nine or ten because they did ROH, then they did Dynamite, then they did Rampage, then they did I think Dark. And then they did ROH. And I heard people at, were just kind of bouncing after a little bit after show. Like, it was just... Yeah. I mean, it's a long time to have to sit there and and watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? And, that, but, but you're also talking the quality, you know... Well, that again, too. You don't have the storylines, you know, that that's one of their problems. You don't have the storylines, you don't have the investment. Even with the WWE, if you were going to SmackDown and then they were doing 205 Live. It's like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Because who cared? There were no real stories there. So only a you know a percentage of the audience is going to stay. So it, it's just that's the thing. Now, what's even more frightening is if you've seen pictures of the pay-per-view, uh, double or nothing, camera, hard camera side, whew. Yeah. I mean, T-Mobile, you know, it... it I mean, it's it's sad. It's like double or nothing for the what three times that they did it out here, two, three times, whatever it is now. Yeah, um, it's like know, third time. Yeah, it's the third time, right? So last year it it sold well. You know, I went. So can, I, can I be honest? Can I be honest though? Uh, other than me holding my reservations until talking to sin city steve or watching it myself i will say i did think coming in the timing was not good 
you had a lot of stuff popping off here in Vegas, even outside of the wrestling that was happening. Yeah, but the you know problem, what I mean? but the problem is, is that they established this show as a yearly of show course. on Memorial Day weekend. So yep. it's not that the timing was was bad. Look at the card. It was definitely devoid and not as stacked. I mean, if 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 I were to compare it even with last year, yes, I agree with you on that one. You know, um, and just kind of looking at just the highlights because I've been looking at Bleacher Report just to kind of see who won, and then I watch. Uh, the grades don't look too good at the beginning part of the show at all. Towards the end, seems like it got better. That's just their opinion. You know, I mean, they're gonna have to do something, man. Because because I gotta be honest with you. When I do watch it after we get done with our show, the expectation is up here because of Night of Champions and uh, NXT Battlegrounds. Yep. And not to mention, for those who uh, watched Under Siege, I mean, yeah, it's up there too. So what can I say? Guys, that is our wrestling talk. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, One quick show notes for those who do listen to uh, wrestling talk. Uh, I will be uh, away from the show for about a good month with a lot going on. But, of course, you will still be in great hands with the rest of the team. Matt Michaels, Simon Street, Sin City Steve, and there may even be some special guests that roll through. So um, please make sure you continue to uh, support the podcast as you do. All right. And if you're watching this live, prepare for our next Podcast going live with three count, three good topics. You probably saw what some of those uh, topics were. We are going to talk about Sami Zayn being out for uh, Night of Champions. We also going to talk about being out. Did, did I miss something? Why did you come out in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> did, he, did he come out in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Oh, he uh, came I'm, out, I'm, but he ain't come out like that. <laughs> that's my funny. knowledge. <laughs> Last time I checked, he's very happily married, so I guess it's well established who he is. But you know, yeah, but you don't speak Arabic. You don't know what he said on the microphone. <laughs> he, it, no, no, hold on, hold on. I put on subtitles when I played it back. They actually, I do have it on my Apple TV. He introduced him in uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 but I did play it back to see if it would work with the <laughs> subtitles, and it did. <laughs> All right. Let me just get out of here. So, uh, we'll see you next week. you watching the show, guys. We'll see you on Three Count next. All right, take care. Happy wrestling. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.